Thanks for tuning in to the Embodied Astrology Podcast. I'm Renee Sills, consulting astrologer, somatic educator, and practitioner, and your host. At the beginning of each new zodiac season, I offer these audio horoscopes for your sun, rising, and moon signs. If you'd prefer to read rather than listen, you can find written transcripts in my virtual membership community. When you become a member, you'll also get access to my written seasonal overviews and an audio-video library of astrologically-themed embodiment practices and meditations. If you enjoy what you hear today and would like to support this work, please make sure to follow and subscribe and leave a great review. Your donations and memberships sustain these ongoing offerings. Follow the link in the show notes or go to embodiedastrology.com to make a one-time or recurring donation or to learn more about the different levels of Embodied Astrology membership. Hello, Sagittarius. Welcome to Scorpio season. You might know that Scorpio is the sign that comes before yours. And whatever comes before us really creates the conditions for our arrival. And in many ways, uh, Scorpio and Sagittarius are very different energies. And some astrologers would say that these two signs are actually invisible to one another. They're so close that they can't see one another, which is often the case when we feel ourselves to be very different. Um, Sometimes we're so close, yet so different, that we can't see each other. But there are still uh, lots of connections, links, similarities, and maybe um, a sharing of, of causes and conditions. So in the Sagittarius charts, Scorpio takes a place that is really important because it affects you very deeply. And this is the place that I'm going to say is kind of like the weather. Uh, this is a place that describes the overarching, encompassing environment that you inhabit. And when we are inside of an environment, at some point, it starts to feel normal. <laughs> this is just what is. Uh, the weather is bigger than um, our bodies, right? It's a, a total holistic experience that we're having when we're inside of a weather system. So if we think of Scorpio as the environment or the weather that Sagittarius is emerging from and inside of, then some of what Sagittarius symbolizes really starts to make sense in that Sagittarius as an archetypal energy seeks meaning and uh, quests for answers. And there is a need in the Sagittarian psyche to uh, understand a bigger picture, um, also to really spread the boundaries of experience so that a bigger picture can be accessed and here we have uh, associations to Sagittarians' love for travel or something like that. Um, it's a sign that is associated with long-distance travel and adventures and seeking insight through 
teachings of philosophy and uh, religion and science or whatever it is that maybe gives you a feeling that there is more than this. There are big truths to ponder. And we need to ponder the big truths. We need the big picture when the environment is resonating with scorpionic energy, as it is now in Scorpio season with a planetary pileup in Scorpio and uh, some pretty important and intense events that are activating Scorpio in the zodiac for everybody. And at times when the environment is thick with Scorpio, we are pulled down and in into the deep emotional waters. And the kind of waters that Scorpio is associated with as a water sign are waters that don't move. They're swamp waters. They are underground reservoirs. They are waters contained in the form of ice. In the astrological language, the water element relates to the emotional experience. And so when we're working with fixed water, uh, like Scorpio, we're working with emotions that are very old. They are solid in their forms. They may be quite complex in that there are a lot of different things swimming around in them or uh, kind of stagnating or festering. And we all experience this in our own bodies and lives and families and cultures. We all experience the stagnation uh, and toxicity of unprocessed emotions, of uh, what is held very deeply in the psychology, sometimes for generations upon generations upon generations, because we've all come from people who have survived somehow and surviving on planet Earth is traumatizing. And uh, that is just simply a truth. In, and it has been since human beings um, first got here or formed ourselves from the seas from which we came or whatever the creation story is that, that you might consider. Um, all of our ancestors have gone through the trauma of survival. And as you know, because you have also survived... Um, once we have gone through something incredibly challenging, uh, there is a need to keep going. And there often are not the resources or the time or support systems that we need to process what has happened. And so many of us and so many of our family members and so many people in the world that we might relate with or resonate with or simply just feel in our hearts and through our mirror neurons uh, go through incredibly devastating, traumatic tr tragedies and then are expected to keep going, keep going to work, uh, tend to the family, be productive in society somehow. And so what then happens is that trauma gets lodged deeply in the psyche. It gets put somewhere um, where it will just simply stay until the circumstance emerges that either forces it forwards or allows it to come forth so that it can be processed. But many of us carry uh, so much inside of our psyches that have not been processed or registered or maybe even acknowledged potentially for hundreds of years in our family lines and our cultural histories. 
And so then what happens is that that trauma becomes decontextualized and we think that it's us. We think that it's our families that are fucked up. We think that it's us that have, you know, mental illness or, you know, these ongoing chronic issues or something like that. And we decontextualize ourselves uh, from the environments of, of trauma and the kind of uh, psychological histories that we are carrying. So you can probably feel that this is a period of time on planet Earth where a lot of the weather systems are being very deeply affected. And you, Sagittarius, uh, are in a position as a Sagittarian identified person, you are in a position right now to uh, want to make sense of what's happening. And you may also be somebody who has skills and capacity to serve and to help others make meaning out of this moment. And how might you make meaning? Well, you might make meaning through uh, practices through study, through scholarship, through the ways that you yourself have sought solace in a bigger picture. And this is a season that first and foremost, I'm going to say really requires you to be in your practices. Um, if you're a person like me that uh, has practices, I practice meditating, I practice mind-body technologies, somatic practices, um, I practice learning. A lot of the times what I'm doing when I come to my practice is I'm practicing to practice. So in a moment where I have 10 or 20 minutes of quietness and I can sit and be with my breath or allow my body to unwind what it has been uh, trying to process all day, that's a luxury. That is such a comfort, and it's really a privilege uh, for many of us to have any space or time or quiet to be with a practice at all. That practice allows me, uh, or I'll say it supports me, to practice in my life in the moments when I don't have quiet, and potentially in moments where I have the opposite of quiet. I have a lot of noise. I have a lot of activation. There's a lot that's going on. And if I don't show up regularly for my own practice, then the moments in my life that are activating, that are difficult, uh, become harder and harder to deal with because I don't have the pathways of process and resilience uh, active in my body. I am unpracticed in managing my own energy. And so if you are uh, a person who practices, then you probably also feel this too, that you're practicing to practice in your life. Now, if you uh, are a person that, you know, you don't at this point have some kind of regular practice of mindfulness or mind-body care uh, and, and space for quiet contemplation, particularly contemplation that allows you to feel, and when I say feel, I mean go deeply into the, a somatic experience of what is happening for you, to feel the impressions of the emotional landscape as they've lodged in your body, um, then I'm going to say that this season will probably be very challenging. 
And even for those of, of us that have practices, this is a challenging time. But I cannot encourage you enough, Sagittarius, and I think I've said this uh, now for several years in your horoscopes, it is so important for you to be practicing. And that means regularity, it means rhythm, it means commitment, it means showing up for your practice, even if it's 30 seconds or five minutes, you can do a little glimpse in, a little touch point. One breath, one breath sometimes is enough to bring um, a little bit more space into perspective. So over the course of Scorpio season, and I'm going to say in an ongoing way for the next six months, we are in a period of heightened intensity and a lot of emotional demand uh, in our body, hearts, minds. And you, for your own sanity and well-being, um, need practice right now. You need some kind of practices. And now I'm not... Um, dogmatic about practices. I say whatever works for you, whatever resonates, whatever draws you intuitively, that's the place to go. But I would really stress the importance again of having a body-mind practice, a place where you can be with in ways that are not mental what is happening. And if you happen to be in a position of leadership and uh, that could mean inside of your family system or in some big public way or anything in between. And all the time you're leading your own self, <laughs> you are in some kind of position of leadership in terms of your own agency with your attention and your decisions. So if you are in any position of leadership in your life, I'm going to say that um, having connection to your bodily somatic uh, intelligence and capacity for meaning making is going to assist you so greatly with what is being asked of you right now. And this is especially true uh, as we enter into the full moon and lunar eclipse on October 28th. So the first week of Scorpio season, we are thick inside uh, eclipse energy. There was an eclipse uh, two weeks prior, October 14th. Um, but the eclipse on October 28th is culminating a series of eclipses that began in November of 2021. And this has been a period of time for you when the necessity of practice and being in your body and cultivating somatic intelligence, um, I think has been really highlighted. Some of you may have been doing this kind of work very intentionally, and others of you may have found that the work is doing you somehow, that your bodies are asking you for more and more uh, tending, and that the wisdom of your body-mind Mind brings perspective and makes meaning that the mind on its own simply cannot. And the wisdom of the body-mind really brings us into attunement and relationality. And this is a big theme for you right now. This is really important that you are attuned and that you are relational and that you are not seeking to set yourself apart from others in any systems that you might be working in in the ways that would, um, mm, 
I'm going to say bring hierarchy into the relationship and there are natural hierarchies. I'm not like trying to squash hierarchy entirely, but there is really a need for Sagittarius in its consciousness right now to be humble. And the word humble comes from uh, a root word that means of the earth, in the soil, in the space of our collective becoming and uh, united belonging. And this is planet earth. And we need you right now on the earth. We need you in your body. We need you in your somatic intelligence. And we need you on uh, a human level, which sometimes is hard for Sagittarius. I'm going to say it because uh, your intelligence <laughs> goes out and big, right? You, you are a scholar, you're seekers, you're philosophers. And uh, when you have access to the big picture, sometimes it can be totally frustrating to be in the mundane. But actually, we need you to be bringing the big picture into the mundane right now. And in order for you to do that uh, skillfully, you need to be in your practice. You need to be making time every day to tune in with your body, to tune in with your bodily intelligence, and then to move from that place as you move out and into the world. Embodied astrology has so much going on, and podcasts and horoscopes are just the surface. We also offer a variety of transformative, exploratory workshops with a range of brilliant and diverse teachers who weave together integration and synthesis of astrology with arts, activism, healing, and more. We host a monthly conversation and astrology tea time sharing space, chart reading support groups, and have several study groups where members practice applying astrology towards specific areas in their lived experience, such as chronic illness or parenting. Our membership offerings are all sliding scale, and we offer additional scholarships for those who need them. Keep in touch by signing up for the Embodied Astrology newsletter, following and subscribing to the podcast on your favorite listening platforms, and following us on Instagram at Embodied Astrology. Your donations and memberships sustain this work, and we are so grateful for your support. Find more information about our membership options or support the continuation of this work with a one-time or recurring donation from the link in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoy my reading style and want to dive deeper into an embodied experience with astrology, join me every Monday on Zoom for Somatic Space a weekly class where we work with current astrological seasons, planetary transits, and lunar cycles through embodiment practices, guided visualization, and meditation. Every session includes an astrology overview and tips for observing your own chart placements in the week ahead, and the practices I offer are designed to give you body-based mindfulness support right on time with what's current in the energetic weather patterns. These classes are available by recording if you can't attend live, and if you sign up for a sliding scale somatic space membership, you'll also get access to my ongoing virtual conversation Q&A and resource sharing space. Follow the link in the show notes or head to embodiedastrology.com to learn more. So the work that happens at Embodied Astrology is very much aligned with what I've been talking about. Um, astrology is totally related to Sagittarius as an archetypal energy. It is a practice that is all about big picture thinking and visionary potential, but the Embodied Astrology work is about bringing that big picture back into the body and the corporeal. And 
part of what we do, a big part of what we do, is the translation between the lived experience and the felt senses and the astrological symbolism. So if what I'm saying is resonating for you and you feel that astrology is helpful for you, I want to invite you to participate with EA uh, in Scorpio season and beyond. But this season especially, we have... Um, two workshops coming up with Sherry Taylor, who is a clinical psychologist. She is a death doula. She is a mystic and a seeker. She is an incredibly wise, multi-talented facilitator. And she's teaching a series on the energies of Saturn and Pisces, which I'm going to talk about a little more specifically in a minute. This is an important transit for you between 2023 and 2026. And on October 28th, which is the full moon lunar eclipse in Taurus, Sherry will teach uh, one session and then um, a week later on November 4th, she'll teach the second uh, session. And these are actually three and four of a four-part series. Anyway, they're all drop-in. We would love to have you there. Um, she is working very deeply with eulogy practice and death work in the October 28th session. And in the November 4th session, she's going to be working a lot with visioning around how symbolism can support deeper embodiment and uh, serve and support us in our work um, as, as visionaries and mystics at this time. And I feel that these... Uh, opportunities to touch in with the symbolism as it moves through the deep layers of the body and the bodily emotive experience, particularly around death, dying, grieving, tragedy, would be really supportive for you right now, Sagittarius, because I think that you are in the weather system. And any spaces where you can be held to be in your practice will be so helpful for you and will be helpful for the people in your life. Um, additionally, every Monday from 8 to 9.30 a.m., I offer an online um, Zoom drop-in class where we work with the upcoming week's astrology to bring it into our bodies through physical practice, through meditation and visualization. And these are also great places for you to be held in a container that uh, gives you support to practice and to do the work of processing what's happening for you. Um, so I can't stress this enough throughout Scorpio season, you need space and time to practice because you are also being called to service. And the service that's being asked of you at this point is to rise to the occasion. And I don't know what the occasion is for you specifically, but there are some significant themes around leadership right now. And you being in a role of some kind that draws attention towards you. And this might be very quiet and, you know, seemingly small, and this might be really big, and it totally depends on your life contexts. But wherever you happen to be, whatever your audience or platform that you're working with, my feeling is that you really want to bring yourself with psychological and spiritual integrity to the work that you are doing, and that humility is a really big part of this. And this uh, 
energy of humbleness, of, of humility, again, brings you into the earth and the earth is your body and your body is a space of direct relationship with all other living beings. And when human beings get caught up in the endless cycles of conflict and argument that human beings are constantly caught up in, they are not in their holistic intelligence, right? When we get caught up in arguments that seem to last forever, uh, we are in parts of our intelligences that are highly mental, that oftentimes are neurotic, that are frequently stuck somewhere in the past or in some other kind of location. It is hard for us to be present and to feel one another. And in the feeling space is where transformation can happen. There are no simple black and white answers on planet Earth. This is not a dimension that uh, functions in binaries. This is a dimension that functions through a wealth of biodiversity. And that means that we have to be available for complexity. And your life is asking you to be available. And over uh, the entirety of Scorpio season and for the next six months or so, we really need you to be available. But especially in the middle of Scorpio season, as we get into November, I'm going to say the first two weeks of November, give or take a couple days on either end, um, there is a lot of demand for you to be doing some inner integration work. And that means that you are rapid time processing. You are needing to uh, cycle through your inner dimensions so that you can uh, offer something in the external. You are needing to work with your own um, torment and anxiety and emotionality so that you can access your intuition and your depth and your capacity. You are needing to make sense of the hauntings that are present within your psyche and within the collective psyche so that you can lead in ways that are sane and healing. And again, you might be in leadership for your children. You might be in leadership for 10,000 people. But we need you really grounded right now. And as we move into the last uh, week, week and a half of Scorpio season, from the new moon on November 13th uh, onward into Sagittarius season, there is this feeling of the psychological weather patterns in the collective space intensifying and compelling action and uh, really engaging very deep patterning within the collective consciousness that is, is potential for so much. It is potential for ongoing devastation, destruction, and more chapters uh, that the human consciousness is already really familiar with. There are also so much potential right now for transformation. And transformation in this time really requires the capacity to be with complexity. Nothing is binary simple right now. 
Transformation at this time requires the capacity to be with complexity. And you are needing to be with your own complexities right now. There is a lot that's trying to sort itself out and make sense in your own psyche and psychology. Um, I want to say that life doesn't make sense a lot of the time. A lot of lifetimes don't make sense Human-caused suffering is senseless. It is distracted from the body. It happens when there is a severing and a split between mind and body and between body and body and bodies and land. The transformation that we want, I'm just going to include you in this we that I feel myself very deeply in, and this is the we of people, you know, that we want to be able to live peacefully in our lives, tend to our families, uh, grow to old age. What a privilege. There's so much that doesn't make sense, and your life might not be making sense. Life in general might not be making sense, especially as we get to this uh, new moon in mid-November. I think a lot of you might be feeling the intensity of the gravity of emotional senselessness right now. And all I can say is come into your practice. Give yourself time and space to feel what you are feeling and to process it through your body so that what is necessary for you to understand can become clear. And in that way, you can be a conduit for intelligence, for embodied intelligence in your life and in your communities. November 18th and 19th is a weekend. I'll be offering a two-part workshop Saturday and Sunday, three, three hours each day, where we're going to be working with the energy of Mars. Um, Mars is starting a new two-year and some change uh, cycle on November 17th, um, so right around this workshop. And this cycle uh, for Sagittarius has a lot to do with the deep psyche, and it has to do with the ways that you mobilize from the context and conditions of your creation. And this includes your deep ancestry. This includes the uh, histories and the lineages that you store inside your cells. This includes uh, your own desires and longings and primal urge and drive. How do we bring that energy into consciousness so that it can be wielded effectively, brilliantly, and towards the uh, well-being and safety and sustainability of life? So I want to invite you to participate with Embodied Astrology this season. If you haven't already, we offer a lot in the Embodied Astrology space. Everything that we offer is meant for all levels of experience with astrology. Again, the work that we do is about synthesis and application of astrological symbolism into the body. And that includes the differences between our bodies. We're really interested in how do these symbols express uh, differently for uh, some bodies and other bodies, depending on the context, depending on the conditions, so that we can build capacity in our meaning making to hold the complexities that are here. If this work sounds compelling to you, um, I hope to see you soon in an embodied astrology space.
Sagittarius, please care for yourself and care for those around you uh, throughout the season by giving yourself time and space to check in, to be with your breath, to be with your heart, to be with your body. There is a lot that's being asked of you right now in very deep ways, in ways that are pulling you into your psychology, that are pulling you into the interweavings and the interpermeations of uh, so much. And all of us need support to do this work and you need support to do this work and you can be your best support right now by giving yourself time and space to practice practicing. Sending you a lot of love. Hope you are well and safe. Bye for now. Thanks so much for listening to your Embodied Astrology reading for the season ahead. I hope you enjoyed it and will find it supportive. For more information on upcoming astrology, make sure to check out my seasonal overview, included in all Embodied Astrology memberships and the monthly newsletter. You might also be interested in my 2023 Year Ahead readings. Those readings give a big picture of the main themes, opportunities, and challenges in 2023 specific for your sun, rising, and moon signs. My year ahead readings are now discounted by 75% as we get to the end of the year, but there is still a lot of information in them. Find more information in the show notes or in the horoscope section at embodiedastrology.com. This work would not exist without a team. Ash Good is our website manager. Alicia Mauji is our community coordinator. Ariana Sears-Putowski prepares and edits transcripts of these readings. Gabs404 is our visual creative director. Joe Stewart is the office coordinator. And Vera Lumi composed and created the music. Thank you for listening. I'm wishing you all the best in the season ahead.